Okay, today's Vad was dedicated to Ilui Nishmas Avramea ben Svi and the Zchus of the Torah and the Tzedakah and the Shomer Shehav and Aliyah. Okay, so we want to try to work a little bit more on the Chag HaSukkis and take it more in and develop what we've been working on for a while. So I just want to give like a little bit of a background information and then we'll try to go into some Midrashe Chazal and daher it a little bit better. So basically a human being, we explained all the way from the last couple of hours we've been working with this, that a human being came into this world, he's really in the Shama. He's a chelik like mal. Every person in the Shama has a uniqueness to it. Every person in the neshama has a different shayrish, a different root. And therefore, each neshama has its own tafkin in this world. And the ultimate tafkin of the human being is to take his neshama and develop himself as a person, his body, his passions, his kaychas nefesh his intellect, whatever Hashem gave him, the kalim Hashem gave him. His rechush, his, 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 his property, his money, his, his life. And his neshama is supposed to shine through that. Where the person is what we call, becomes the Merkava Lashchina. Means that the point is that in this world, the world has to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this Hashem's world. And each person was given an opportunity that through himself, through his avoid, through his nesiyanis, through his life, through every aspect of himself, is he has to, you see the Tzalem Kim shining through him. You see the neshama shining through him. You see the godliness coming out from him, and that's called the Kiddush Hashem. That's a human being. And that's a big schus for a person that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, made a shutfus with him. Means the Ratzon Hashem was that the world should recognize Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So Hashem wanted that the whole world should recognize the Shechina. He wanted that a Shechina should rest in this world, <clears throat> and Hakadosh Baruch Hu <clears throat> gave us the Jewish people, but each person individually uh, a chelik in that revelation. And it's the job of the Jewish people to bring it out from the Bria as well. To show all the chokhmah and the godless and the chesed of Hashem in the world. That's a human being. So when you live that lifestyle, then you're living what we call in the lifestyle of Kedusha. Kedusha means that you're taking all the physical materialistic things and you're elevating it for a higher purpose. That's living a lifestyle of Kedusha. Now someone who lives a lifestyle of Kedusha has a different world that he's living in. He sees a different world. He sees the world of Hashem, right? Like we say in Davening, Atta Kodesh, Shimcha Kodesh, I'm not sure if the Nusach Ashkenaz is exactly the same, but I'm sure the same point. Means Hashem is Kodesh, and the Jewish people that are Kodesh praise Hashem. Means it takes Adam Kaddish to recognize Hashem. Calls man a person is not living in this mindset, which is the opposite of Kedusha means he's living in the mindset of materialism, where he's living trapped, his neshama is trapped in his body, 
where he sees everything through the mindset and the eyes and the feelings of his taivas, of his yeshus, of his ego. So he sees a different world. In his world, he doesn't see any Hashem. There's nothing there. There's nothing to be mahalo. There's nothing to praise. He's living in the world of himself. The only one he could praise is he could praise himself, not anything else but himself. The only thing he can think about is himself. So when he's trapped in that world, then he's not living Kedusha world. So there's a development that has to go on. Because a person is born into the world, and his neshama has to work its way through and, 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 and develop his body, and has to develop his mindset, and develop the way he sees things, and the way he behaves, and the way he approaches life. That's really what's the work of a human being. That's what we've been talking about in the Altar from the Vardic. Because the dominant, dominant part of yourself when you start off your life is that you don't see HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And you don't see the Yosher and the Torah. And you don't have that perspective of V'yahavta L'recha Kamoicha. There's no perspective that there should be shalom and achdus and ava, ve'achva, ve'reis. Those things are not so clear to us. When a person doesn't live this way, he lives in the world of machloikah, sinner, kinner, angry, upset, down the kavchoyv, critical. He has a different world. He has a whole world. He has a world of enemies. Instead of having a world of friends, he has a world of enemies. Because people are constantly trying to encroach in his territory. A person has... Wants to be the only one. So if someone else is also Teufus of Malcolm, it takes away from him. So he lives in one world. We spoke about this a lot in El, that a person lives in a certain world. In that world, he doesn't see Ashkocha Pratis, he doesn't see Hashem, he doesn't see Kiddush Hashem, he doesn't see nothing. He only sees himself. That's one world. Then a person has to transform himself to live in a totally different world. The world of Kedusha. And that's a different world. It's a different mindset, it's a different understanding, it develops his midot, a different hergeshim, different uh, feelings of Avas Hashem, Yiras Hashem, Hachno, Anova, Achter, Shalom, all these kind of things. That's, those, are, those are the properties of the world of Kedusha that a person lives in. So that's the job of the human being. Now we explain, as we have been learning in the Vadin, that the source of this chiyus, of this life, this vitality, this mindset, this way of living life, this living this world, is really built within yourself. Because you were given the kalim within yourself, that's your neshama. That's there. It's there already. But the neshama is a very spiritual thing. And the neshama has to come and somehow influence the body and elevate the body. But it's there. The neshama is there. So what is going to nourish and build and, 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 and use the properties of the neshama to get into the body? That's what we say is Torah. Because Torah, we say, is like rain. What's rain? Rain is not the chiyus itself. Rain is the thing that nurtures the chiyus. It's not the chiyus itself. The seed in the ground has within it the DNA of the tree and the pears. But the, but the seed has to pull in things from the ground, that it, the soil, has to pull in the sunlight, and has to pull in the rain. Without the rain, it can't flourish, it can't grow. So the human being has to grow, has to grow through Torah, has to go through, grow through Avodah Hashem, 
the halacha, the behaviors, when you do them with the right intentions and the right ways, it's nurturing your panemius. It's not a creating a yech ma'ayin. It's nurturing your panemius till it comes, here's the deep point, where your body and your neshama are on the same team, right? So therefore, your chelek haruchli is going to be living through your chelek hagashmi. That's how it develops together. They're like one. They, they work together. That's, that's the development. So they start off as totally two different opposites. And the work through the Torah and Avoida is to develop that person that his body and his soul are in sync and his neshama actually needs the guf to do the Avoida Hashem because the Avoida Hashem is the gilui. The revelation of the Kvayt Shemaim. The revelation of the Kvayt Shemaim is in the maizim, in the actions, in the deeds, in the passions of the body. The, 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 the neshama could only work through the body and with the body. So they become best friends. They don't want to separate from each other at the end. They become best friends. In the beginning they were like enemies and now they become best friends. That's the idea. That's really why Simcha and Kedusha are connected to each other. Because the point of not having Simcha is that when my body is not interested in what my Neshama is doing, maybe he's going to behave, maybe he's not going to fight, he's not going to get in the way. I tell him, listen, do me a favor, come to Shachras, be a good boy. Don't bother me. And then I'll give you a good breakfast afterwards. So behave. Sit in the corner. Let me do my thing. And I'll give you your breakfast. So they're not on the same team. You can get it to behave a little bit. But that's not avoida besimcha. Avoida besimcha is when the guf comes to this realization that in and itself is a shutif and the avoida. And it has this chus to be part of this unbelievable uh, mission that it was given, that's when the body is also very, very much involved and very excited. And there is tremendous simcha and avoidance Hashem. That's a very deep thing. There's a simcha and avoidance Hashem is connected with the body. So that's the same thing as Kedusha. Because Kedusha means that the body is no longer a barrier or a problem or an obstacle. It's when the body became part of the action. So once the body becomes part of the action, that's when a person could actually experience simcha. And this may be a little bit deeper point over here. The body, the reason why it is uh, fighting against the neshama is because the body feels it has its own yeshus. It has its own intrinsic existence. So now, if it has intrinsic existence, then it doesn't want to serve. Why should I serve? What am I serving, right? So, but when the body realizes that it doesn't have intrinsic existence, and it needs Ashkocha Pratis, and the only reason why it is existing is because Hashem is willing it to existence, then it starts to appreciate the connection with the Rabbi Yishlam. The body is able to appreciate that. That's the work of a human being which has to be done through the means of Torah. We added a dimension that the person has to have at least enough chius from his neshama, which makes him 
thirsty and desire to bring in the Torah to make the work. It has to have something inside. But it kind of explains why the drip process works. Because the Shiloh was, how does the drip process work? Rabbi Kiva saw that the rock works, it drips, and it makes a hole. So how, how does the drip process work? Because the drip process works, mamish kedugmas habadi, which means the body will take a piece of food, dissect it, right? And use all its parts to give it vitamins, minerals, energy, oxygen, I don't know, whatever it does over there, right? The whole entire thing, right? So it's not a yesh ma'ayin, because the aside of the chiyus is there already. So it's just breaking apart the, the nourishment to develop and to grow. So that's why the drip process is working, because if the human being was just the body, and you had to make a transformation of a yesh ma'ayin, you know, from a human to a malach, so then you have a problem. How is the drip process going to work? Teretz is, the neshama is there already. Everything is there. The chiyus is there. It just has to take these outside things to flourish and to grow. So every bit of, of nourishment is actually nourishing to whatever degree it is. So the nourishment was there. And then you nourished it again. And you nourished it again. So it's actually, that's why the drip process actually works, right? So this is the point. Now, we want to show you how on Sukkis, the Simcha of, of Sukkis is exactly that point. Where HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us an opportunity that now we can have a Shaykhaz to this. Again, we spoke about it in the perfect level. We spoke about it in the perfect level. But, since the Segula of the Mitzvah has that in there, so therefore we can have some Nourishment in this Indian of Kedush, right? Let's, let me show you some, some Medrash Echazah, okay? So Lamashal says like this. In the Medrash, in the Vayikur Rabbah, you should go through all the Medrash, there's a lot here, a lot of different things. I'm just gonna point out a couple of things. So it says over here on the Pasuk, Kal Atzmotai Tomar Nashem Micha Mocha. Right? So we say in Nishmas, my entire essence and my entire being is praising Hashem. The, the, the spine of the lulav is like the spine of the human being. Right? So when a person is taking these, the lulav, the esrig, the adasim and agavis, which represents the main build of the body of the human being. And then he's saying hollow, he's praising Hashem with it. That means it's representing his whole metzius is praising Hashem. Okay? Now, in the medrash earlier, the medrash in, this was Yudalit, in Tess, says, priates hoda ze'akonosh baruch. So is the Lulav and Esring and the Adasim is that representing Hashem? Or is that representing the human? What is that? 
So you see, it's the same thing. Because the person has to become the Merkava to the Shechina. The Hilul to Hashem. The, the man and Hashem are synonymous with each other. When the person himself becomes bottle to the Avaida, to Kedusha, where he realizes he himself, his body, his Nechosim, his Ashirus, his stuff, is all Kalim to bring out the Rabbani Shalom, then you see the Rabbani Shalom. That's how you see it. You see it through him. It's one thing. That's called the Madrega from Kedusha. You understand? There's another, let me show you another because it's going to add a dimension. Because in order to first get to this level of what we call Kedusha, which is Simcha and Hilul and praising, right? You have to first have a bitl of Yeshus. You have to first bevatl the Ratzon of the Odom. This is spoken about in every Sefer in a different way. How going out to the Sukkah is a bitl of Yeshus, right? We'll see it over here in the Chazal. One of the Chazals here, it says... If you want to see the schar of a lulav, then look at a different lekicha. Over here we have to say, ulkachtem lochem. Over here we take a lekicha of a lulav, right? There was a different lekicha. Ulkachtem agudas ezoiv. In Mitzrayim they took agudas ezoiv and they dipped it in the dam. That was the avoid over there, right? And so what do you see over there? You got umagarm liyisrael, bizas hayam, bizas sichon ba'oig, they got all this rechush because of that. Lulav. What's the connection? And what's the Indian that you got Bizas Hayam? So the point of Bizas Hayam, what is Bizas Hayam? Bizas Hayam means you're taking all the rechush of all the nations of the world and what? Becoming rich for the sake of rich? No, you're elevating the rechush of all the nations of the world and using it for the higher purpose. That's Kedusha. How'd you get that? You had to first do Avoidah of Lakachtem Agudas Ezoiv. What's Agudas Ezoiv? So Shaitan the Svarim, the Ezoiv always represents humility, Hachno. That's a lot of rias to that. So the point was, in Mitzrayim, the Jewish people had Hachno to what? They had achno to Tumo. They had achno to Mitzrayim. They had achno, they umavatled themselves to the whole Chomrius of the highest level. That was Mitzrayim. They had to take that same achno and now be achno to the Ebishter. Achno to HaKadosh Baruch, you have to umavatled the Ra. If you umavatled the Ra, you break that Yeshus and you machriya to Hashem, then you could use the Rechush for the higher purpose. If you're just going to go and take the Rechush, you're not going to use it for the higher purpose. You're going to use it for yourself. Let's try to understand it now a little bit more practical level for a second. Okay? The point's like, and just to theorize the Medrash, the Dalit Minim, what's the Dalit Minim? The Dalit Minim is, represents Panosa. And it grows on the water, and Tanugim, and Panosa, and the Perisaurits, right? That's what it represents. So if you take all your passions, and all your Taivas, and all your Panosa, and you use it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's nothing bigger than that, right? So let, let's try to understand it a little bit on a practical level. You see, we always understand Taivas, Yeshus, Ego, all those kind of things. We understand them more when it comes to like money and stuff like that, right? But it's not true. 
It's like that even in Avodah Hashem, right? So let's say a guy says, listen, I want a million dollars. Well, ten million, a million dollars is nothing. Now a hundred million. Not a lottery, it's a billion dollars. Different Musagim in today's generation, right? I need big money. Okay? Big money I need. Now, that's what I want. That's what I need. And I have all husband why I need it. I need it to support my wife, my kids, send them to yeshivas, get the best son-in-laws, uh, support yeshivas, support moistas. I have all husband how my avoidance Hashem works around this money. Very good. Okay. So now, what am I going to do? So there's a concept. There's a concept called betochen. If you betochen Hashem, I'll give you what you want. So now, what do I do? I didn't change my ritzoyness. I try to manipulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give me what I want. I heard that on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is an Eisi Rachamim. It's a time of mercy. I said, ah, golden opportunity to make stuff, to get some money here, you know. So now I will use the Eisi Rachamim to only talk about how I can make a better life for myself. You understand? The whole sukkahs is about Parnosa, the entire sukkahs. The Suchamayim, the Nanuyim, everything is about Parnosa. This is a Yontiv, that's a Segula for Parnosa, you know, that's a good selling item. Segula for Parnosa, fine, to say that now I use my Segula together. So that's not, there's no Bitla Yeshte, that's just working with the materials and I have a way to try to gain. No, that's not, that, you can't work without Bitla Yeshes. The first thing is I have to be ready to battle to the Rots and Hashem. I have to be ready to say that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to serve him as a poor man, I am 100% nochis to that, for sure. Not even a question. So, oh, I'm looking to do the Rots and Hashem, I'm looking to be the Merkav Vashchina. I'm looking to use my talents and my koiches according to the will of Hashem. Right? Let's say I'm a guy... So I look at myself and I say, okay, so how can I be successful in life? Yeah, I can make it like this, you know. I can make a panosa like this. I can make good shidduchim like this. I can make a good name for myself like this. So the starting point is me. And now the Torah and the Avoid becomes the kardom lach, you know what I'm saying? It's good for this business if you know how to give a shmuz. Otherwise, you're a knap mashkiach or rosh hashiva, you know. So you have to learn all the chazals and how to give a shmuz. That's good for business. But the minute you're in benazmanim, let's say, and now there's no business, so that you know, and business is not open for work now. You follow? So then the whole turn of Hashem has nothing to do with what the point of the whole thing is. It has nothing to do with the point of what the whole thing is. So the first thing is that you have to be able to make bitlayesh, and then you could steig in how Hashem wants you to steig. I give you a marshal, right? When you go to the army, okay, Susie, you're listening. The guy goes to the army. The first thing they do when you come to the army, everybody comes in, all the different personalities come in. And these guys have a lot of talent. Some people will ultimately become generals and some people become in the navy and some guys are going to become SWAT teams and some guys, are, I don't know, every different stuff, right? Multiple talents come in. But when they come in, they come in like uh, different personalities. This guy's got long hair, this guy's got a goatee, this guy's got tattoos, right? Everybody's got their thing. The first thing is, 
Bittal Hayeshus. They shave your hair off. Everybody has the same green uniform. You march in the line and you don't make a move. The first thing is you have to be Mavatal the Yeshus. Mavatal the Yeshus. Now we'll see where you could be used for the higher purpose called the country and the, and the army. Now your talent will be coming out, binagay, what's needed for the higher mission. If you walked in with your talent in the first place, then it was about you. It wasn't about the purpose. It was about you. It's not about what, what's the thing. So a person has to go through this process called Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the melech. I'm a Kabul to do the Ratzon Hashem. How he wants. And if he wants me to be a big Lamdid, but nobody should know about it, and I will, and there's no purpose for me in the circles that I'm in, that's what he wants. Kobe said that. That's not, so I have to first go into his world. And realize Hashkacha Pratis. And that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the point. That's a big work. It's a big work. And I have to want that my whole Sipuk should be just from the fact that he is Merutza for me and my Avoida and he gave me something in the Malchus. And that's my whole Hashivas. Then I can start living the life of Kedusha. Then I can start living the life of Kedusha. Because the life of Kedusha is already after the bit layeshus. Now I can manage to take my stuff and use it for the higher purpose, right? And that was the process of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, big, big thing. That's the idea. And then you can really reach Simcha. Because then you have a true understanding of self, the true development of self, and your whole self is involved in Avoidah. This is what it's about. Now, obviously the whole speech that we gave here today is a very high level. It's extremely high level. We are the most self-centered people ever. The most. And that's why we have, if you go through the Svarim, there's like hundreds of Marmachimus in all different kinds of Svarim, with all different kinds of terminologies. But they speak about how the Lulav and the Esrig is, it makes a Tikkun to the Lashon Hara, a Tikkun to Machlekes, it's, it's Achtas, and, and Tikkun to the Pagam Habris, and Tikkun to this, and Tikkun to that, right? All these tikkunim that it's doing to the human being. But the point, the point is, because the entire problems that we face in life, to being unhappy, being upset at others, speaking Lash and Hara, not downing people the Kavzachos, the lack of Achtas, the, 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 the lack of Kedushas Hagov, all these things comes from the Yeshus of the Adam. Living a godless world, that's where it comes from. That's the Shoyrish Hadvara, that's where it comes from. All the problems is from that. Once a person lives in the world of Kedusha, he's very happy with other people, he fagins other people, he understands that there's a place for everybody in Avoida, he's doing the Ratzon of the Melech, right? It's a different kind of world, right? So what we need to do is, we have to go through a miniature cleansing in order that we should keep growing. Growing is a lifetime work. It's not something that happens overnight. However, when we have this um, opportunity to go into Malchis and Makavala Malchushamayim to the degree and to the level that we're able to hop it and get it. And we go through the Tahir of Yom Kippurim. And then we go through the Avoida of Sukkis. To some degree, we nurtured 
and nourished the soul of the human being, but the ultimate goal. All this is the ultimate goal is to what? To appreciate learning and to approach learning like that. That's why Subhastar is the end. That's the bottom line. At the end of the day, the only way you could really nurture yourself to become this Kaili of Kedusha is through learning. Can't do it any other way. It's not Shaykh. So you see how everything is a growth process. The ultimate nurture is the learning. But like we said from the beginning in the altar from Nevardic, if you just go into learning without a Hagdama, you go straight into learning, then what's learning going to do? It's not going to make you a better person. It's not going to. It's a Samamovis. So I have to make myself a Kaili for learning. But the ultimate goal is I can't grow without learning. It's an impossible thing. But I have to appreciate what learning is. I have to have an approach to learning. I have to understand how it's going to become a chilek of me. In the beginning it's Torah Hashem, and afterwards it becomes Torah delay. It becomes your atzmiyas. Im ein ani li mi li. It becomes me. It has to become me. But how am I going to get there? So I go through the process of Rosh Hashanah. I go through the process of Yom Kippur. I go through the avoid of Sukkot. And now I have this big uh, understanding and then I appreciate learning. In Svarim it says that Simcha's Torah is not the Simcha of what you learned. It's the Simcha of what you're going to learn. Because your learning from last year was probably mainly Shaloy Lushmot to some degree, whatever it was, right? We're not so excited about our Madrigan learning of what we did. For the average person, the Simcha is that now I see with clarity, that the only way to survive this world is with this. Ah, I appreciate the gift. I appreciate what the Torah is for me. That it's going to make a chayenu. It's going to nurture my spiritual part. It's going to give me the ability to become a kaddish. That is a piece, that's what Simcha's Torah is. Now you could be an Amaaretz Gamud, and dance with the Sefer Torah. It was always bothering me that. Yep, you know, the Simchas Be'er only the Tzadikim were allowed to dance. But when it comes to Simchas Torah, every Amaretz is allowed to dance. And they're allowed to hold the Sefer Torah. And it's not, it's not exclusive. You have to know why in Simchas Be'er it was. But it was not exclusive. Simchas Torah is not exclusive. What do you saw Mr. Meir for? You probably didn't even do Shnai Mikrovech and Targum, you know. Ma'ata kol kach sameach ala Torah. Right? Because I have a new perspective on Torah. I have a new perspective on learning. How did I get that new perspective? When I went through the work of Rosh Hashanah, Kippur, and Sukkot, now I have a new perspective. So it's a very deep work. Everything is going together. Again, it's not a black and white world. you got to get that clear. Every year you can get this to a degree. And that helps you mitkadem. That helps you go further. So now, you can appreciate life, appreciate who you are, appreciate that Hashem made you a shutaf and his appreciate ahavat olam avtanu that he gave us the Torah, or avarabah, whatever you say, that Hashem gave us the Torah. That's a new appreciation. An appreciation for yourself, your avoider, for avoider Hashem. That's what the holiday is all about. That's what all the simcha is about.
That's what it's about. And this, I want to theorize with this. The Svarim say that uh, a very deep thing. Oh, well, very long today. Okay. The Svarim say a very, a very deep thing that a human being is going to thrive on simcha. But it's our bechira how that simcha comes. That means a person who doesn't live in this world of avayda and and kedusha. What does he live in? He lives in the materialistic world, in the Gashmir's world. His simcha is going to come from where? From the money and cars. That's where his chiyus and his simcha is going to come from. But a person who's getting simcha from, from avoida, from kedusha, because again, need simcha from the other thing. You know, that's our job, how we're going to have chiyus in life. The problem is that when you try to draw chiyus from Gashmir's, even in and itself is a problem. The problem is that there's too many letdowns. Rubam amal va'avin. Most people can't, it's a very short-lived simcha for a couple of minutes. There's nothing there, it's fake. It's hevel. The simcha na'voyde is a simcha oilomis. Because whatever you're kind of, you're kind of hevel. And no one's taking it from you. Belongs to you. You understand? And it's unique to you. So that's the idea. We have to start to appreciate real simcha. And real sequel from Chaim. Okay, we'll stop here for today.